Christ. Man, I am so excited for today. I'm so excited we finished an amazing Resurrection Sunday weekend. We have powerful services at Zion through Zoom and Facebook Live. And what an amazing time that we could come together through this platform. Who in the world knew that this is going to be a greatest platform to reach out for millions around the world? Today, churches around the world are using this. This is as the as a greatest platform to minister. Families are joining in from their homes. Families are joining in from their living rooms. And wherever you are, you have your phones, iPad, TV, computer. Um, you are joining in from different places. And we want to we wanna acknowledge your presence. We want to declare that may the presence of the Almighty God continue to be with each one of you guys. Thank you so much for your valuable presence that we have continuously. I'm keeping my phone also with me that I can see who are all participating today. Thank you so much for all our families from in and around who are joining in today. It's going to be a blessed service. Guys, today, as you might have already seen on our social media platforms, today we are starting a brand new series called The Essential. The Essential. Man, I mean, this is one word that has been popping out on my social media, in my interaction with people, about the essentials about during this ongoing lockdown. Now, I would ask you, what are the essentials in your life? What is that one thing that you would say, Pastor, I cannot live without this? Essential is something that you will carry that with you in every journey of your life. I, as, a, as, an, uh, as a pastor, as an itinerant minister, I get to travel around. And when I do so, I have already packed a suitcase filled with my immediate go-to essentials. My vanity bag is already filled with stuff that whenever I travel, all I need to check is, is it there? And if it is, I am ready to go. I'm ready to move forward. And, and so what I'm asking a church to do is just look into your own self and understand what are those essentials in your life that you cannot live without. As a child of God, what are those essentials? Now, listen to this. To, the, this the series is to point out that there are many worldly things that we feel like we cannot live without, but only true essentials are those which affect our eternity. Let me repeat that once again. This, this entire series is to point out that there are many worldly things that we feel like we cannot live without. But the only true essential, the only true essential is those things that affect our eternity. Now listen to, listen to me, church. That when you are on a journey, you probably, let's take this as an example. If you are going on a trekking, what are the things that you will pack on your, in your essentials bag? What are the things that you will pack up in your backpack and get ready to go? You might have all of those things that you want to secure your life when you are on that trekking on that altitude or in that wilderness you you want to protect yourself and you will carry all of those things now during this ongoing lockdown situation what are those essentials that y'all have in your life some of you would say and i i was talking to some of our family and they said pastor during this ongoing lockdown situation, the most important thing is my family. Is my family is in the building, and we are so happy about it. And in the other day, somebody was telling me about this one thing, and they helped me understand that Pastor Justin, during this ongoing situation, during this ongoing situation, uh, we've been locked down in our houses for the last four weeks and five weeks. But none of our parents are 
uh, or we are not picking up any argument with our parents. And I, I asked them, why? What's wrong? And so they said, the only argument in our house was, Dad, can I go out with my friends? And my dad always says, no. And right now with the ongoing situation, you know, we cannot go out anywhere. So my dad and mom are happy because all they wanted to do in their life is just lock themselves and be in the house. So guess what? Everybody is happy because they have found their essentials in their house. And y'all, I mean, this is not just me. And I'm sure everybody growing up in a South Indian home or any Asian home, you would agree this with me, that our parents are so happy to have all the children and everybody within the house during this time and season. And I also want to show you something. I prepared a small basket for y'all that I wanted to show you. I prepared a small basket for y'all that I want to show you guys. I want to show you guys that are the essentials that today, in today's day and age, that during this lockdown, people have been showing. Can I tell you that during this time, during this time and season, during this time when the entire country is going through a lockdown, that there are some of the things that people said is the most essential thing, the most essential thing. Can you guess what are they? Can, you can comment below before I show you what those stuff are. You can comment below what, I, what do you want to know. The, the essentials. During this, the, during this lockdown, the number one thing that people were buying, the number one thing that people wanted to get hold of, the number one thing that people wanted to grab, you know, and I'm sure as I'm going to show you this, these are some of the things that, can I, can I, go, can I keep it here? All right. The number one things that people wanted to uh, uh, get hold of right now in the market is toilet paper. Who in the world thought that in 2020, this will be the stuff that people are wanting to buy. They're standing for hours together outside Costco, Walmart, in every third, every country, every Western country around the globe. The people are standing in line just to get hold of this thing. A toilet paper, think about that. People are actually, I saw videos where people are fighting for toilet paper. People are trying to get hold of every cleaning supply. Come on, somebody. I wanted to show this just to make sure you understand some of the essentials that people are getting their hands into. And do not forget the hand sanitizer. Do not forget the hand sanitizer. These are some of the essentials that people were trying to get hold of during this entire season. During this entire season of lockdown, people are trying to get hold of toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and every disinfectant uh, a solution that they could find online. It is sold out in the, in the stores. It is sold out. So these are some of the essentials they were trying to get hold of. It's not gold. They were not trying to look for houses, cars, no. They're trying to find something that is usually so cheap and available, but it ran out during this pandemic. It ran out during this ongoing situation. And, and people realize that if they have to live their life, I don't know why people think that. Probably you can help me understand better. But I don't know, you know, people are trying to get hold of something that was not valuable at all. Like just think about it, six months ago, or last year, 2019, in December, these things were available, so much and plenty. But during this ongoing situation, people have changed their mind. And these are some of the most important essentials that they are running to. They are, are running to. So today, as I am beginning this new series, 
I want to ask you, I want to ask our church here, everybody joining in online, what is that one thing, what is that one thing you cannot live without? Come on, go right now. What is that one thing that you cannot live without? You cannot live without. And if I like your answer, you will get a surprise gift this week in your mail, okay? If, if I like your answer, I'll go back home and I'll check all the comments below. And if I like your answer, I am the judge. If I like your answer, you will receive something special this week. But hey, during this ongoing situation, you know, what are those essentials in your life, right? What are those things that you cannot live without? So I was looking into this entire portion and I wanted to bring your attention towards something that is very valuable us as a Christian, us as a child of God, that these are some of the things that you cannot live without. The foundation of Christian life, the basics or it is the 101 of Christian life. And I want to declare, so today I want to talk to you about uh, faith. Oh, pastor, I have heard about faith for such a long time. My Sunday school, my Amachi, every time I sleep, I wake up. I just hear about faith. And pastor, are you, are you, are you serious? On today, are you going to speak about? Yes, of course, I'm going to speak about faith. Because sometimes we know of faith because of our Christian education. We know of our faith because of people around us. And because there is so much and so much information about faith, when the real life hits us, we don't know how to operate in our faith. Are you with me? To know about faith and to live in faith is two different things. You know about faith. You know the stories and testimonies about everybody. You've heard testimonies from your opportunities, from your amateurs, from everybody else. And they tell you stories about how they live their life in faith. I know pastors who live their life in faith. I know believers who live their life in faith. I know miracles that has happened during the, when, when people had faith. But today I want to challenge our church during this ongoing situation that one of the most essential thing in a child of God's life is that you shouldn't forget to operate your faith. In time and situation like this, you lose job, you're going through a sickness, you're going through something very disturbing in your life and your family, and that is the time and moment you realize the faith that you talked about, the faith that you heard about, the faith that you read about, the faith that you sense around you, is this is the time that you are going to operate in faith. Are you with me, church? I am fired up today because I want to declare in the name of Jesus that every single one of you guys who are going through what you're going through. You know what? Bible helps us to understand that your, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Sometimes God will put your faith in a testing time so that you will not deter and fall back, but you will come back stronger. Are you with me, church? You will come back stronger. Why? Because your faith is the God of your life. Your faith is the anchor of your life. Your faith will hold your life together when everything is falling apart, when your life is messed and falling around. Can I tell you in Jesus' name, your faith is the hope. It is the anchor that holds your life together. Hallelujah. And I hope you agree with me today. How many times, how many times life has put us into places, put us into places of distress, put us into places of confusion and chaos like what's going around in our world today. 
But even those moments, I want to declare, some of the times, you know, the songs that you hear, start singing those songs. It has helped me in my, so I'm going to give you this practical help here. We have heard those songs on YouTube and our worship teams. When Danny and our worship teams come here and sing those beautiful, powerful songs, shouldn't just be a moment in this building. Shouldn't just be a moment for that 15 minutes. But those songs will build faith in your life. There are times when I am uh, 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 filled with a lot of questions and anxious about the things. All I do is I don't know how to sing. Everybody around me knows that. When, even when I want to sing, people say, Pastor Justin, you preach, we will sing for you. That's, what, that's how they encourage me. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for all your encouragement. But one day, I am going to be tour, and, and, <laughs> and I am going to sing. I'm going to sing. But here's what I want to say, that I will play some songs that build my faith. Can I tell you that one hour of nonstop listening to those songs, I start worshiping with those songs. It builds my faith again. Why? Because when I saturate my heart with the songs of adoration and worship God, worshiping God, when I honor Him with my presence, when I honor Him with my words, when I honor Him with worship, you know what? Guess what happens? The, 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 the life that I was in, the anxious state of my mind starts changing completely. So I want to encourage you, my friends, during this ongoing situation, if you want to build your faith, start worshiping God. Start worshiping God. You know, we come across churches every time, and whenever the worship team is singing, this, I, I hate it to the core. I hate it to the core when I see members folding their hands and standing in front of a worship team as if there is nothing happening. Can I tell you, my brother, God gave you hands that you can clap. God gave you legs that you can move around. God gave you energy that you can shout out top of your lungs and let everybody know. You know what? Confusion. Get away. Chaos. Get away. Circumstances will change when you start speaking words into it. I want to declare, church, what's your worship posture today? What's your worship posture? Like, what do you do when you see everybody worshiping? Do you just stand there literally? I'm, I'm, this is the most challenging moment of your life because right now, as you are sitting on that sofa, your wife is watching you, your husband is watching you, your children are watching you. How are you worshiping God? You know, we don't want to do a service just an online and make it just an experience that you, you, you know, you're part of something and you can do a checklist. You know, you can just put a tick mark on the checklist. That, oh, you know what? Sunday morning I attended a service. That's fine. You know what? No, this is an actual church. Because I believe the presence of God is the same everywhere. In your living room is the church right now. We are using this technology to reach out to your room. And church, I want to declare where you are gathered, start praising God. Your praise will break open shut doors in Jesus' name. So the first thing that I want to talk to you about, the essentials, is, what's the word? Faith is faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. I'm running out of uh, energy. I'm going to drink my essential right now. You can drink your coffee. All right. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that he rewards those who seek him. I love this scripture. 
Now, if you have your Bibles with you, your, your iPad, your phone, or uh, anything that does not distract you too much, you know, you're opening up that, write it down. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, the context of this entire scripture, when you look into the book of Hebrews, you come into the understanding that Hebrews chapter 11 is talking about faith. You see heroes of faith. You see all the champions that, that in the Old Testament and the New Testament, God talks to us about all these faith leaders, the heroes who stood out in their journey. Can I tell you, because of faith, none of their stories help us to understand they did not have to face what they had to face. But with faith, they faced what they had to go through. And they came out successful. And there's a story about faith that some people tell me, you know what, I have faith in Jesus, so I'm not going to face anything. I have faith in the Lord Almighty, so my life is going to be all good and clean every day. No, my friend, your faith will take you through challenging cliffs. Your faith will take you through challenging situations. Your faith will take you through, why? Because when your faith is tested, it can be trusted. If faith is not tested, it's not trusted at all. So today I want to declare, as you're watching me, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The life that God has given us, we live a life to please God Almighty. Not people, not families around, to please God. With the things that God has given you, a vision, a direction, when God gives it to you, it might be foolish for many others, but with the faith, you're pleasing God. As a child, when my, my son Josiah does something cute and wonderful, he pleases my heart. Why? Because I'm connected to him. He's my son. I'm his dad. Are you with me? When your child does something good, when they, during this lockdown situation, when they cook meals for you, as a dad, you would say, Mole, all my life I was just waiting for you to do so. And today you made this, Dada is pleased with you. Oh, Mama would say, Mole, you did, you, you helped out in doing those chores. You know what, I, 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 I am pleased with you. I'm pleased with you. So as a child, whenever you do something that pleases your, your family members, I want to ask our church, when you do something in faith that pleases God. In other words, if you look at the Bible, it touches the heart of God. Now, the things that God has asked you to do during this moment in life, what are the things, what are the things, what are the things, what are the things that you do touches the heart of God? Touches the heart of God. Now, I want to bring your attention to us. Faith is not trying to believe something regardless of the evidence. Faith is daring something regardless of the consequences. Now, listen to this. A lot of us, we don't do things because we are afraid of the consequences. We are afraid, oh, what will he say? What will she think about me? What, 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 what this organization, what the, why do you care about them? All God wants you to do is operating in your faith. You are seeking God. And when you are seeking God, my Bible helps me to understand that Bible helps you understand God and believe that he exists, that he rewards those who seek him. Now, when you seek God, when you are pleasing God, my Bible is a promise here. He will reward you with what you're seeking for. He will reward you. And a lot of times, we don't do things because we don't have the enough evidence around us. Now, what is faith? The defini basic definition of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is the substance of the things hoped for. The substance. Substance is something you can touch, you can feel. You can sense around you. It's a substance. 
it's, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing. You can touch. You can feel it. The thing that you're hopeful. You know what the enemy will try to do? He will kill your hope. A lot of you guys are waking up every single morning without a new hope. Because of what happened yesterday. Because of what happened the day before yesterday. Because of all the ongoing situation. You have lost your hope. And if the devil makes you in a, puts you in a place where you cannot hope for tomorrow, your faith is dead. Why do I share that? I share that because hope is the gasoline of faith. Listen to this. Hope is the gasoline of faith. If you don't have any hope, you have no faith at all. So today I want to help our church to understand this very, very, very important principle here that you got to hope for something new. Hope for a better tomorrow. Hope for a good relationship. Hope for a good family life. Hope for a good education. Hope for the best in your life because God wants to do it for you guys. God wants to do it. And that's why I want to help you understand. Have hopes high in God Almighty. Nobody else. Because when you have hopes on people, they will let you down. When you have hopes on X, Y, Z, they will let you down. But when you have hopes high on God, He will never ever let you down. Come on, that's a praise moment right there. I want to declare in this platform today, hope for something bigger than ever you have experienced in your life. Hope for it. Today, God, the only thing God is looking in your life is if He can make you hope again, He will definitely reward you what you're seeking. Listen to this. If only God can make you hope again. God is waiting. Oh, can, I, can, can, can my children hope for tomorrow? Can my children, can my family hope for a better tomorrow? Hope again. Hope again. In your hopeless situation, I want to mention hope again for a better that is yet to come in your household. Faith helps me. But guess, you know, uh, uh, as I help you understand, Hope is the gasoline of faith. As we move forward, you know, we look into the context of Hebrews chapter 11, where the scriptures mention, and it talks about, you know, faith. You know, as it talks about faith, you, you see in right before that verse, you know, um, and without faith it is impossible to please him. And right before that verse, you see the story of Enoch, and you see the story of Abel. Why are these stories standing out right before this, this scripture was mentioned? One of the reasons is because Abel and Enoch, in their faith, you know what they did? They obeyed God. In other words, you know, Bible helps us to understand Enoch walked with God. In the translations, we, help, we see that he walked, in other words, he walked in the will of God Almighty. He walked in the precepts of God Almighty. In other words, I want to help you understand, faith is equaling to obedience. Faith is obedience. Now, now you might say, Pastor, I have faith. I have faith. Yes, that is good. You have faith. But are you obeying what your faith declares? Are you obeying what your faith is asking you all to do? Now, faith will ask you all to go to one place and you go in another direction. Does that mean you have faith? No. You're just putting up an image of faith, which is fake, and it doesn't add up at all. Because faith is obedience to God's word. It is the basic essential of Christian life. Now, if you're a child of God, no matter where you are, if you're tuning in from any part of the world and you have never heard anything about Bible or you might have heard about Bible, can I tell you something for all those new people who are watching this episode, watching this section right here, right now, I want to declare in Jesus' name, faith is obeying God. 
Now, when you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you walk in the ways of Jesus Christ. What are the ways of Jesus Christ you see through the Bible? Holy Spirit helps you in your daily walk. The basic essential of our life is having faith-filled life. As you look into that portion, you see when you follow God, the things He makes you do doesn't make sense at all. Listen to this. When was the last time people said, you know what, are you really going to do that? Are you crazy? Are you going to apply for that school, apply in that school? Can that happen? Are you really going to apply in that office? Do you not know 40 other people were rejected? Do, do, are you really going to apply for that position? Do you not know 50 other people applied already who are much more qualified than who you are? When was the last time people said, you are stupid, it can't happen? When was the last time people said, you know what, this is crazy idea, this is not going to happen? But that's why faith will help you. When you follow God, the things that makes you, uh, the, the things He makes you do, doesn't make sense at all. Can I tell you, it doesn't have to make sense at all when God is leading to a new place. It doesn't have to make sense at all. Are there moments in life journey where you're doing things that doesn't make sense to anybody? Can I tell you, you are in good company. Because in through the Old Testament, in through the Old Testament, people did things that did not make sense to anybody. <laughs> Why do I say that? The reason I say that is because nobody understood what, what Noah was doing until it started raining. God asked him to build. This was the first time he started building. This was the first time he had to go cut the lumber, bring it back, and start building a huge boat that nobody ever thought before, and it started raining. And only when it started raining, only when it started raining, people believed what they were doing. So faith will often push you to places. Faith will push you to places to do the things that seem stupid and make, doesn't make sense at all, but believe and trust in the process. God knows the best for you. God knows the best out of your life. So let your faith be pushed today. Let your faith be pushed today that people may say that it doesn't make sense. You don't have to make sense at all with people. But all you got to do is if you are in the will and the purpose of God Almighty, He will make sure things will be unfolded. He will make sure things will be unfolded. I want to bring your attention to us. Sometimes... Um, you know, uh, let's read Deuteronomy, and after that I will share that. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 13 and 14. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 13 and 14. I'm going to read it for you. This is how it goes. So if you faithfully obey the commands, in other words, I help you understand faith is about obedience, right? So if you faithfully obey the commands I'm about to give you today, to love the Lord your God, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Now listen to this church. Bible helps us to understand, number one, to love the Lord. How many of you here love Jesus? How many of you here love Jesus like no other person? He is your soul redeemer. He is the everything you need in your life. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the protector of our soul. And we love Him. We love Him. We love Him. Right? But listen to this. To love the Lord your God and to serve Him. It's the greatest opportunity that I have received along with my team here to serve the Lord. 
And how do you serve God? With all your heart. Not halfway. A lot of people serve God because people push them to do so. A lot of people serve God because somebody is forcing them. I am thankful that you receive that force, but you got to know that when you serve God and the things of God, you got to have a clean heart and you got to do it with full heart. Are you with me? You've got to have a clean heart and you've got to have a full heart to do the things of God Almighty. And as you look forward, not just that, your heart, serving Him with all your heart, with, with your soul, with your soul. Verse 14, I'm going to read it again. And it uh, looks like, you know, in the story of Noah and the story here, it talks about, then I will send rain on your land in its season both autumn and spring rains so that you may gather your grain, new wine, and oil. Listen to this very carefully. Deuteronomy is helping Israelites understand in the entire conversation here. So if you faithfully, in other words, faith is obedience. If you faithfully obey my commands, walk in my ways, I'm about to give you today to love the Lord your God, serve Him with all your heart and your soul, then, nobody wants to focus on then, the clause. Only if you get to do this, then I will send rain on your land in its season. Oh, there are so many things that is happening around pastor. I don't see. I've been waiting for all the seasons of my life. And seasons come, seasons go. Nothing happens in the season that I'm waiting for. Can I tell you something? The promise of God is that He will send the rain in its season. In its season. Praise the Lord. Your neighbor planted seeds. They didn't have the fruits. When you plant it, you will have the fruits. Why? Because in season and out season, God promises rain in your life. God promises rain in your harvest. God promises rain when you are ready to sow. And all of those portions in, in the verse 14, you see, I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and spring rains, both the sets, so that you may gather, number one, your grain. Number two, you may gather your wine. Number three, you may gather your oil. These three are the most essential elements of any, I mean, you, 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 you talk to somebody in the Old Testament and they would say, you know, these are some of the main essentials that we need to have in our pantry. We need, we need grain, we need the wine, we need the oil. So for basic cooking elements, we need all of these ingredients put together. These are the most essential thing. And Bible helps us to understand. And, and so all those, all, the, all those religious folks here, it does talk about new wine. It does talk about oil. It does talk about grain. So listen to this. I'm going to say, grain is the bread of life. Grain is the bread of life. And we see that portion, John chapter 6, verse 48. You don't have to read it now. Mark it down. Wine is the Holy Spirit. The maturity as wine matures. As wine matures, you would see Holy Spirit gives you the maturity as you grow in your life as a Christian. Oil represents the anointing or the ability to do the things of God Almighty. The anointing that you carry. So I want to declare, no matter what your season may look like, but this is what I want to help you all to understand. That God is going to give you grace. The bread of life. God is going to give you the wine. The Holy Spirit maturity that you need in this season. God is going to provide you with oil. Which is your anointing to do the things of God Almighty.
listen to this church, then I will send rain on your land. If you're not having your harvest just because you're not seeing the rain, believe, start sowing. A lot of us, you know what we do? We wait for the seasons to come and then we start sowing. No, you don't have to. Start sowing before you do so because God's promise is that He's going to send the rain. A lot of you guys, you're holding on to your seeds and putting it in your pocket and you're walking around. No, seeds don't belong in your pocket. Seeds belong in the ground. Start digging it right now. Sow the seed. It will grow. It will bring forth the harvest in its due season. And I declare in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Seed does not belong in your pocket. It does not belong in your, in, in your pantry. It does not belong just in your storeroom. It belongs to be in the ground. When a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and it dies. Now listen to this church. Listen to this very carefully. Each of us in this room, as we are listening to God's word, as we are understanding the power of his word, we got to know, we got to understand that as God is moving during this season, that I am ready to sow what God has already provided in my life. He's already given you some resources in your life. Get ready to sow that. Get, you might see, God, you know what? There's a pandemic situation. My, my, my economy is down. My job doesn't look stable. Everything is so worrisome. Can I tell you, don't look at the situations around. When God called Peter to step in and follow him, all Peter had to do was step out of the boat. Because as long as Peter stayed in the boat, he cannot experience the faith he was operating in. Are you with me? But Peter looked at Jesus and said, Jesus, if it is you, can I walk on the water too? Like what you do. Oh, you just Jesus, can I do the same tricks and make everybody cool? Make me look like I am a cool follower of Jesus Christ to walk on the water. Peter took his first step out. Peter took his second step out. Guess what happened? Guess what happened? It was all good as long as he had his eyes fixed on Jesus. The next verse helps us to understand. The moment, the moment he looked here and there, the moment he started looking at the wind, the moment he started looking at the hearing the sound, the moment he looked at the waves, you know what happened? He started drowning. He started sinking. Are you standing on a sinking stand right now? Have your eyes focused and pressed towards Jesus, the author of our salvation. Faith, in season and out of season, he's going to put a new rain in your life. Even in this ongoing turmoil and situation that looks hopeless, my friends, Bible helps us to understand. We go back to the Bible that I will have in plenty because my Bible says so. Now, the third point that I want to share here is, listen to this, faith is contagious. Oh, I love it. I love it. Faith is contagious. That when you're filled and you're operating in a new level of faith, everybody that comes in your path, oh Jesus, everybody who comes in your path, they will have a deposit of your faith in their life. And faith starts building up. Faith starts growing up. I remember a story many, 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 many years ago. A family came to my church. A family came to my church um, in Bangalore, India. And I, I remember I was a kid at that time. And this family came because th their issue was that they had a cow that did not give them enough milk. Okay? 
was a new issue. Listen to this. They had a cow that did not give any milk at all. So this lady came to our church, and she comes from a different background, different faith background. She comes to our church, and she started hearing all the preachings of Zion, uh, preachings of our church. She started hearing, hearing all the, you know, the miracles that Jesus had been doing, doing. She started reading through the New Testament. She saw all the miracles happening. And then she one day came and she said, you know, Pastor, uh, my life is all good, but I have one cow, which, uh, you know, which w w the, the only source of income in our house, and my cow has not been producing milk for the last, these, you know, weeks. And my dad, he prayed a bottle of water. He prayed a water bottle, and he said, you know what, I'm going to pray for this. You take it back, give your cow, let your cow drink. It might sound stupid and crazy, and it sounded stupid for everybody. And I had a good laugh sitting out there. God, are you serious? I mean, I was a kid, and I'm like, Dad, are you serious? You can pray for people, and people will be here. Cow? Cow? If it doesn't produce any milk, cut it and eat it. It's good chops, you know, good, good food, right? No, but that was the only livelihood of that person. My dad said, you know what, let's pray, let's pray. He prayed over that water and empty and rugged looking. Uh, and and, and, and she, she, she took that. She gave it to her cow. She gave it to her cow. Guess what happened? Within three days, within three days, she came back with a testimony. She came, Pastor, after you pray, this is a living, I, I'm saying this as a living testimony here. I saw this with my eye. These are things that build my faith. Faith is contagious. I want to encourage somebody listening to me. She came back to our church. She said, she said Pastor, you know what? You, 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 you prayed. You prayed. And my cow has been producing so much milk that I have ever collected in my previous months. Something has happened. And she added something. My cow doesn't stop producing now. It's like it's oozing out. I'm like, that's crazy. That's what's going on. It may sound funny. It may sound crazy. It may sound stupid. Faith of that woman changed her life. Guess what happened? With that one cow, with that one cow, she was able to sell its milk and buy three more within that year. Let's just build some faith. Just with that one cow, selling the milk, she was able to buy three more cows. Guess what happened? Within a year and a half's time, she became the sole um, was the right word. She became the, uh, the, she started collecting and she started selling it. She started selling it to people around with just what she had. Why? One faithful prayer changed her life. Faith is contagious. What do you need in your life today? Let the faith arise in this building. Let faith arise in your family. Let faith arise within your livelihood wherever you are. It may look bad it may look rugged. It may look as if there is no end and no hope to this ongoing situation. But hey, one of the most important things as the essential of our life is having faith in Jesus Christ. Having faith in our Lord Almighty. He is the sole miracle worker in our life. And I want to ask my church, I don't know which, what, what your life's condition is today. Faith is contagious. There are some people that you, you spend two minutes with them. Because 
But around some people, when you are there, you come with little faith and they help you grow. They, 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 they help you. They build you up. And they're like, you know what, brother? You think you can do it? Yes, I stand with you. You think this is possible? Yes, yes, yes. We are with you. And they are all around you. You know why? Because they believe faith is contagious. Your faith will be deposited in somebody's life that will stand around and receive the blessings of God Almighty. My question to my church, everybody watching me right now, all of you guys is, whom are you trusting? What is your trust system like? Who are you trusting today? Let your faith allow you to do, which seems stupid for many people outside, but your faith will propel you to a new destiny in Jesus, in Jesus' name. In the New Testament, there are a lot of characters in the Bible that comes to our mind when we talk about faith. But I want to point your attention to where just one person and my worship team can come behind me during this time. I want to point your attention towards one person and that is Matthew chapter 8, verse 8. Matthew chapter uh, 8, verse 8. Matthew chapter 8, verse 8. I'm just going to read that scripture. But if you can, when you get time, read through the entire portion, verses 5 to 13, and you see the faith of the centurion. The faith of the centurion, or he is the elite, the, the commander of the church, or the captain of an army. And he comes and he talks to Jesus. And the verse 8 helps us to understand. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve, I do not deserve to have you come under my room. Lord, I do not deserve that you come under my roof. I do not deserve that you come under my roof. Listen to this very carefully, church. And every, across every platform, wherever you are, I want, I want everybody to spend a, a, a moment here understanding where you are in your life journey. Understanding where you are in your life journey. Understanding where you are in your life journey today, at this moment. And as I help you understand, faith is contagious. You might be sitting with your wife or kids who, are, who need some faith in their life. Help them build that. Help them build that. You might have some family members around you who are going through some tough situation. Make a call. Build faith in them. The faith that is in you. Faith is contagious, y'all. Faith is contagious. And the centurion story. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. <laughs> but the next point is what touched me so much. It said, but just say the word. Just say the word. And my servant will be healed. Oh, I love it. I love it. It fires me up when I was reading that verse. But say one word, Lord. I wait, O Lord. Your word is what I need. Your word. The centurion replied with all faith. The centurion replied with all faith. Lord, all I need today, all I need today in my life's journey and walk is just one word of yours. One word of yours, O Lord, will change my life. One word of yours, O Lord, will change the course of my life. One word, O Lord, will change everything about me. You know what Jesus says? If you read that scripture way below, you will see, in all of Israel, 
I have not seen anybody with such level of faith. In all of Israel, oh, I love it. In all of Israel, I have not seen anybody with such oh level of faith. Y'all can play the music behind and make it sound heavenly because people are going to experience a powerful touch of the Holy Spirit right now. And during this moment, I want to let you all know, everybody watching me, faith is contagious, y'all. Faith is contagious. Say, high, share high five to somebody, you know, or, 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 or hit them, give them a high, you know, punch and let them know, hey, you know what? Faith is contagious. Believe for greater to come. Believe for something best to happen. Believe for a miracle to happen. Believe for the transaction to pass. Believe for the house agreement. Believe for the things to take place. Believe in Jesus' name. And I am depositing some faith in y'all's life. The centurion said, God, your word. And when you read through that verse, you understand he's the captain of an army. This is his own words. He said, Lord, I know how the system works. I know how the system works because I have people under me. When I say something, they have to do it. They do it. No questions. No questions asked. When I ask them to do something, they do it immediately. No questions asked. When I say them to come here, they come here. When I say them to go there, they go there. When I ask them to march, they march. When I ask them to go for this war, they go. They obey my word. Nobody questions my word. And the Saint Julius, the Lord, I know how the systems work. I know how this ends, oh Lord. And I'm asking you, you send a word. You send a word. And he will live. She will live. You send a word, O Lord. My business will come back again. You send a word, O Lord. My ministry will jump up back again. You send a word, O Lord. This miracle is about to happen. Faith is contagious. Faith is contagious. Whom are you letting you letting uh, them know? Whom are you letting them know that you need some faith in your life? Who are you helping today? Who are you helping today? They need some faith in their life. The essential, as a child of God, the most important thing as a child of God is having faith. If you have no faith, you're not Christian, not child of God. Having faith in God, having faith in God. A microscopic virus, if that can bring the entire world to a standstill, Think about what a mustard seed-like faith can do. If a microscopic virus that nobody can see can bring the entire world to a standstill. Oh, listen to me, church. Look at what a mustard seed faith can do. Today, God is asking y'all. God is asking each one of you guys, have faith. Have faith. Let faith be built right now. Let faith be built right now. Each one of you watching me right now, let faith be built. Let faith be built. Every eye is closed as you look to Jesus. With family members tuning in from around the world, as eyes closed looking to Jesus, have faith fill your room. Have faith fill your room. Have faith be filled in your family. Take a moment. Take a moment, everybody. Don't rush it. This is not just an online experience. This is the service that we are doing. And I want you to experience the love of God for your life. Let faith be contagious.
during this ongoing lockdown situation. The most important thing that you got to have is faith. Your life is built with faith. Heavenly Father, I pray over my congregation as we sing a song and celebrate your presence, O oh Lord. I pray everybody whose faith has been drained out with various situations, I pray God, they will refill it again. They will hope for a better tomorrow. They will hope, O oh Lord, hope again for that business. They will hope again for that education. They will hope again for that job. They will hope again for that relationship. They will hope again for a blessed future. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. As we sing another song and worship God, the giving options are mentioned below. Go ahead, contribute, let's join together. Celebrate the awesome presence of Almighty God as we sing a song and lift Him up in this building. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.